Hey, hey, welcome back to Motivations. This your girl, Taya Tay. I hope you guys enjoyed episode one. The feedback was amazing, so I assume that you did. This is episode two. I hope you guys enjoyed this one just as much as I enjoyed recording. All right, so this week's question of the week is going to be, how has self-esteem impacted your life, whether high or low? That's deep, ain't it? I know, I know, I know, I know. All right, so I want y'all to think about that, like really, really dig deep on that because, baby, I could talk about that all day. All right, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode, we about to get into it. Let's talk about some anger. All right, so this episode is going to be about anger. The question from last week was, what does being angry change? Okay, so anger, everybody know what anger is. Anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, and hostility. Everybody has experienced anger. Some people know how to overcome that anger. Some people don't know what to do with that anger um so just me based off of my personal experience being angry definitely definitely changes you as a person it changes with your vision it changes how your body feels it changes how you you know the tone of your voice it changes how you respond to people your body language sometimes anger can change your love for a person not sometimes all the time I can. Um, and it definitely it definitely influences your um, ability to think, your breathing, your judgment. So anger really takes a lot of um, effect on the body, physically and mentally. So it's just really all about how you deal with it, like how you control it. Anger doesn't change what was said. And it doesn't change what was done. I mean, it's okay to be angry, you know. It's just really all about what you do with that anger, especially in that moment. Because you don't want to say and do things that you're going to regret later on and that you can't take back. Um, Hence, a lot of times why people are killed in senseless crimes and domestic situations because that person is angry and they're not thinking. And all they want to do is fly off the handle and do what they feel like is right at that moment. But then when they go back and look at it, it's like, damn, I done messed up my life. Damn. I done killed my homeboy or my homegirl and I can't even bring him back. Damn, I shouldn't even be mad about that. You know what I'm saying? That was that was small, you know. So anger, anger really has a lot of influence if it's too much on the wrong person and i say the wrong person because if you're not strong enough to handle that anger ain't no telling what you're gonna do you know what i'm saying ain't no telling what you're capable of doing to somebody or even yourself for that matter so anger anger it's up there excuse my voice um anger doesn't change impulse reactions or bring people back, whether it be physical form, spiritual form, mentally, emotionally. 
it can't, it doesn't, like, like I said, what's done is done, like, you can't take it back, you can't change it, it's okay to be angry about stuff, but, you know, you gotta, you really have to sit and analyze things, like, before you respond, because some shit don't be worth it, like, for real, for real, like, it don't even be worth the time that you would take to get revenge or to, you know what I'm saying, make that person feel what you was feeling. Like, at the end of the day, I always feel like if a person doesn't care about something as much as you care about, no matter what you do, you can never make them feel how you felt. Never. Because it's not that important to them. And I guess that's why, like, in gangster movies and stuff, you know, they always go for the family because they already know. Like, dude, gangster. But they, at the end of the day, they love their family. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I hate to use that as a comparison, but y'all get what I'm saying. <laughs> y'all definitely get what I'm saying. A little bit about me and Anchor. Um, I would say... All of my teenage years, I was angry. Like, I know I said I, I suffer from depression, which is true, I do, I have. Um, but anger also was a factor in all of this. Like, you know, I was angry about my life, like, angry because I didn't understand why I wasn't home with my mom. Anger because I didn't understand why my dad wasn't in my life, you know, anger because it was just like it just seemed like everything I did was wrong it was always a problem you know with everything like from from friendships to relationships with my family to relationships with the guys that I liked or whatever and I have not had that many boyfriends (laughs) I've never like had a lot of boyfriends I always had situationships but it was just like, just like all these things in my life not going how I want them to go. And people not acting how I want them to act. And it was just like, I just be angry. And then especially having my oldest son, you know, I'm 16 years old with a baby. I was mad as hell about that. Not that I, re- I'm not saying I regret my son, but I was mad as hell because, you know, for one, his daddy didn't tell his mom. I had to tell his mom. For two, this nigga living his life, you know what I'm saying? Like, enjoying his life. And it was just like, I gotta get this baby again. I just wanna sleep. Oh, I gotta go to school in the morning. Like, you know, I gotta find him a ride to daycare. It was just, it was just a lot of different things that I had to do as a mother. And I was young trying to do it. But um, not not discrediting my help, I thank my grandma for helping me as much as she did and as much as she still do, you know. And she tried to make sure that I still was able to experience life. But, you know, I really was mad at myself that I even allowed that to, to happen, you know. But at the same time, God knew that I needed, I needed that little boy to love me, like the way that he loved me. And then he seemed fit to give me two. And when I tell you, having sons is a different kind of love 
especially when you haven't had that kind of love from a male figure in your life. It's 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 ugh, it's it hit different. It really does. But back on topic. <clears throat> so yeah, so like I was just was angry just about a lot. Like I didn't like it because it was like it was just like hit me. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I'd be cool, and then somebody would say something to me that I didn't like, and like just out of nowhere. I would get like this rage feeling. I would just clench my fist. I put holes in my grandma wall before because I'd be so mad about stupid stuff. And um and like I would just I would just be so enraged. And I can remember like nothing in my brain was logical. Like nothing that I was thinking was logical. The only thing I was focused on was why did they tell me to do this? Why did they say that? Why they had to talk to me? Why did they have to even, you know what I'm saying? It was just always, why this, why that? And it's not looking at, well, maybe you could have, well, you know you should have, you know what I'm saying? Thing. It was just like, I was just trying to find reasons to stay angry. And sometimes I would get out of breath. It would change my breathing. And sometimes I would have these crazy thoughts of doing things or just like everybody's favorite running away. And it was just like, damn girl, something wrong with you. You retarded. <laughs> now that I look back at it, what they do now that I was like 16, 17, like, bitch, you retarded as fuck. <laughs> but um whew, man, if I had reacted and responded in the ways that I had envisioned when I was angry, this podcast would not be happening. <laughs> I probably would be on death row, okay? <laughs> even, to, even to this day as an adult, as an adult, mm, mm, mm. I probably had about 10 vehicular homicide cases before they caught me. <laughs> oh, Okay. So, it was like, how do I, how do I overcome anger? I don't think I really overcame anger until I got grown. Until I really dug deep into, like, healing and stuff like that. Um, because anger is something that you really have to really have to um invest in wanting to learn how to overcome same with depression anything you really if you know for a fact that you struggle with something you really have to invest time because it's a part it's a process and it requires a lot of patience and it requires a lot of gentleness with yourself um i started trying to deal with my anger in ways to make me numb. Um, piercings, tattoos. And you're like, well, how how tattoos? You ain't got that many. Look, listen. At one point, baby, <laughs> I was getting a tattoo. Like, at least trying to get a tattoo. Like, every week, every couple weeks or so. 
But the way my funds were set up, it didn't work like that. <laughs> but like, you know, that was <clears throat> a coping mechanism for mechanism for me. And um just different stuff that I would just do to kind of just not think about how I was feeling. Like I dismissed my feelings a, a whole lot. A whole lot. A whole lot throughout my life. Some willing and some because I didn't have a choice, you know. I didn't have a voice, main thing. Um, but as I got older and I started to live and understand life a little more and people, um, I started trying to figure out ways to just make it irrelevant. And one of my coping mechanisms was, I'm just not going to talk to you. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to deal with you. Like Tiff said, I don't want to kick it with you. I don't want to skate with you. None of that. <laughs> that was me. Like some stuff I could get over and we could be cool again. And then it was just like some things that was just like, Okay, this is your character. I ain't got time for this shit. So let me let me let me let me move on out the way. But um and I realized too that wasn't healthy. That was just a way of me shutting down and not expressing how I felt. You know. And a lot of people say silence is an answer, is a response, but I don't feel like that. If it causes you not to speak up for yourself, if it causes you not to set that boundary or enforce that boundary with that person, then no, that's not what you need to do. Being silent is not going to help that situation. It's just going to send mixed signals and it's just going to make that person feel like, well, you know, they ain't saying nothing. So it must not have bothered them like that or whatever the case may be. So I definitely encourage you, like, speak up for yourself. Tell people how you feel about situations. And but don't do it in a place where you know where you know for a fact that you're not thinking clearly. Like, <clears throat> for example, I had to stop talking to a person because I was upset about something. And then I came back to that person on my time when I was in a better energy, in a better space. And then I told them how I felt about the situation. And I know, you know, and somebody was like, well, you could have at least told them why you wasn't talking or you didn't want to talk at that time. But I feel like that will work. That is what worked for me. But then I look back at it and it's like, well, maybe you're right. I could have said, I'm not in the space to talk right now. I'll talk to you when I'm ready. You know, because I know people have abandonment issues, hence myself. But, um, you know, it's okay not to want to talk about things right then when they happen. Because you need time to analyze it. You need time to, okay, think about, well, why did this make me so angry? Why is this affecting me so much? And then a lot of times you look, a lot of times if you look back, that feeling or that thing or whatever the case, whatever happened, 
has something to do with your past, has something to do with some kind of trauma that you've experienced, something that you suppressed that you didn't even realize, you know? So it's like, you don't want to make people pay for things that another person has done to you, in a sense. So make sure that you always analyze the situation overall. Step outside of yourself, outside of your feelings, and say, okay, well, what did I do to make them say this? What did I do to, you know, that I deserve this kind of treatment? And if you can honestly sit there and be real with yourself and say, I didn't do nothing to deserve this, or, you know, or maybe I did do this, you know what I'm saying? Just analyze everything from every point of view and then come together with a conclusion and say, well, hey, look, you know, yesterday when you said this, I didn't like that. Like, I understand that I was this and I was that. And I apologize for that wholeheartedly. But um, what you're not going to do is and lay it down. Just setting that boundary. And, like, I know it's scary as hell. Because, baby, I be scared sometimes to tell people how I truly feel about stuff. Especially coming from a place of love and peace. Like, because I don't, I I fear rejection. I fear losing people, you know. And so, a lot of times, that is why I've never spoken up for myself. So, now, as I'm on this journey, it's just like, baby, I don't even give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm just playing. I do care. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you have to... Think about your life all the time. Like, you have to think about yourself, like, not in a selfish way, but it's just like, is this going to help me grow? If this person's not in my life, what am I going to miss? What are they contributing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you have to ask all of those questions, especially, 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 especially when you're on your healing journey. Because you don't want to deal with people who still have, that low vibrational mentality that's gonna in a sense undo all the hard work that you've done and and you know you probably thinking like how could somebody undo something that i did baby it's possible it's very possible that they could set you back like yesterday you might have overcame crying all day and then three days later you meeting this person that's, that's made, made you start reminiscing and crying again so it's like do i really want to go back or do i want to continue forward not saying that you're not gonna cry on your journey because you will but it's just like when you feel like you have overcame this little box here and you can finally throw it out do you want to continue to deal with somebody who's going to continue to pick that box up and bring it back to you so that you can continue to go through it even though you already went through it. Catch my drift. So that's what I mean by that. Um, other ways to overcome anger. Meditation. Meditation. I used to feel like I can't meditate. My brain moved too much to meditate. Like I just be thinking random stuff and this, that, and the third. But you can. You just have to. That's why it's kind of practice. You have to practice. You have to do it daily. It's something that you have to do daily and you have to make yourself do. If you can't sit still for 
however long. You don't have to meditate for hours on end. You can meditate for 15 minutes. You can meditate for 30 seconds. Like, I mean, meditation is really just the practice of controlling your thoughts and controlling your feelings. So you learn how to master your thoughts. You'll learn how to master other things in your life. Because it's like, okay, let me focus on this one thing. So let's focus on the fact that this robe is pink. And we're going to focus on this for 10 minutes. Nope, mm -mm, we're not thinking about what he said yesterday. Focus on this robe, pink. Oh, no, we're not thinking about what they said yesterday. We're not thinking about what they did. We're not thinking about what's, what, what, what I got to do tomorrow. We're not thinking about what's going to happen after this. Like, no, you're focusing on the fact that this robe is pink. And you're going to do that for 10 minutes until you can really focus on this pink. Like, you know what, dang, it's pink. But it also got some splashes of white in it. You know what? That pink kind of looks like a little bit of fuchsia. And then you just start noticing more things. You start focusing on more things pertaining to that one subject of this pink robe. By the time you get done meditating with on that, whatever they said yesterday, whatever they did the other day, whatever you got to do today, it's not that big anymore. Because you've calmed down. You have recentered yourself and you're in a different space now. And now you can go back and tackle those things that you need to tackle because you have a clearer view of what needs to be done in the sense of like put things in, in order. Put things in order. Um, so again, meditation is just simply training your mind to focus, um, just training your thoughts. Um, definitely something I encourage you guys to practice daily. My favorite kind of meditation is like affirmation meditation. So it's like you, you can do one phrase, a couple of phrases, whatever the case, you know, whatever you feel comfortable. Me, every day I listen to a meditation and it's like 10 affirmations, daily affirmations. And I repeat them. And that's what I focus on every day. Every morning, Monday through Sunday, it don't matter. Like, I'm going to do my meditation. And <clears throat> and if you're busy like me, and you don't really have time to just sit there and do it, do it in the shower. I love doing shower meditations. I do it in the shower. I'm cleaning myself. I'm, in a sense, you're cleansing all of that negative energy off. You're renewing yourself, you know in the shower and saying your meditations, your uh, meditation affirmations. And it's just like when you get out the shower, you feel better. You feel, you feel good. I'm speaking for myself. I love shower meditations. And even like at the end of your day, you can do a shower meditation. And that hot water, you know, is good for you. Um, I know a few people that have eucalyptus plants in their, in their shower. Um, and use like eucalyptus body stuff and whatever. And that is, it's very relaxing. It's very um, calming to you, to the body. So I encourage you to do that. Like, if you ain't got time to do all that, sitting on, sitting on the ground, cross your legs, find other ways to incorporate it, even in your daily commute to work. You know, meditate then. It's just simple, simply focusing your mind. 
training your mind. And um, like I said, once you learn how to do that, anger, it'll still come up because it's a natural reaction. But you approach it differently. And and I'm not telling you nothing that I haven't practiced. I'm not telling you anything that I haven't done and witnessed for myself. Everything I talk about, I've lived it. I'm living it. I've experienced it. So I know a little bit about it. You know what I'm saying? But um, anger is definitely an emotion that a lot of good-hearted people suppress. I'm not going to say everybody who don't suppress the anger don't have a good heart. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that it's suppressed a lot. And then that's why you say things that you you didn't mean to say. Oh, you do things you didn't mean to do because you didn't address the situation when you should have addressed the situation or you didn't enforce that boundary or, or set that boundary or expectation for that person. So now here you are in this relationship with this person, uh, whether it's romantic or platonic, um, and you're dealing with this person because you feel like you got to deal with them. So you got to be, you're angry at yourself because you don't know how to walk away because you looking at the benefits, but really, baby, you're not benefiting because internally you, you hurt yourself internally, you're damaging yourself. Stop expecting things from people that you can give yourself. Mm. Yeah, that was good. It's like nobody can give you, nobody can take away from you what you already have. You just got to know that you have it. So if expressing yourself because someone made you angry is going to cause you to lose a benefit, then was it really a benefit? If you got to lose yourself, in order to keep it? Was it really a benefit? Look, we we are, we gonna get real and dirty on this thing, okay? <laughs> we gonna get real dirty and deep. Because I myself have ooh, baby. Mm, mm, setting boundaries. Ooh, we setting boundaries is 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 uh is frowned upon, <laughs> and you would definitely. I can't even call it a loss because it's really not. Like if you really look at it, whatever, whoever, it's not a loss. It was just something that you felt like you needed, but you really didn't need. Or you might have needed it, but you didn't realize that you could get it without those stipulations. Mm. Yep, that's it. You can get it without those stipulations. Baby, I could get this without that disrespect. I could get this without without all that extra stuff that you got going on. I don't need you. I don't need this. There goes for jobs, um, hairstylists, <laughs> people do your nails. Um, therapy, uh, like every, you can really apply that to every area of your life. For real, for real. Like, when you, when you have peace, when you experience peace, 
you don't never want to go back to nothing else. You don't never want to settle for anything else. Because it's just so sacred. It's so beautiful. It's so light. <clears throat> it's so light. It's just, it's wonderful. It's like when they say people who've been single for a long time, it'd be hard for them to want to be in relationships because they're so used to being by themselves. That's true. It's kind of like peace. It's like, shit, once you done experienced it, you ain't gonna want nothing else. <laughs> like, once you have had hot sauce on on fish for the first time, you ain't gonna want no damn tartar sauce. Baby, where the hot sauce at? <laughs> you know, like, once, it's like, once you start, you it's hard to go back. It's real hard to go back. But, um, yeah, I'm hungry. I ain't ate breakfast yet. But, um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, with anger, you know, you could also use that to gain a skill. Like, a lot of people who play sports or who have, like, who paint, you know, who have all these beautiful talents that they've tapped into, <laughs> anger helped help them find that out, you know, help them tap into it. A lot of folks, you know, they gain a skill through that anger. They find different ways to channel it. And don't confuse channeling your anger with suppressing it because you still have to express it. You still have to get it out. You still have to set those boundaries. But at the same time, don't allow it to control your life. Don't allow it to to um what's the word i'm looking for don't allow it to dim your light as to who you are as an individual you know like this is not something that's gonna be easy it's not something that's gonna happen overnight it takes time it takes patience it takes practice it takes trial and error and you know and i've heard all the time if it still triggers you, you're not healed from it. And that's okay. Because you address it the first time doesn't mean that you're going to automatically be healed from it. That's not how this journey works. Sometimes you have to address it 30 times before you actually heal from it. Because every time that you address that situation, every time that you look at that situation, you're going to see something different. Every time you talk about it, you're going to feel something different. Once you get all of those feelings out, once you see all of those different perspectives or those different hidden agendas or different things, then that's when you'll be able to say, okay, let me put all this together. Let me look at it now again. And if you don't feel anything, if you don't see anything that you haven't already uh, seen, then you just might be healed from it. But it takes time. I mean, you didn't get like this overnight. You're not going to be different overnight. It's a process. It's a journey that you have to be willing to take. Because I'm telling you now, you're going to lose a lot. You're going to lose anger. You're going to lose... Timidness, you're going to lose people. It's just, you're going to lose a lot, but you're going to gain so much more. And I promise you, it's going to be worth it.
I don't care. I, I put my life on that. It's going to be worth it. But, you know, just that's, that's just some stuff that I've experienced with anger and things that have helped me overcome it. And, like, doing a brain dump, emotional dump. So a brain dump, emotional dump is basically when you're feeling some type of way about something, you sit with it. I used to have, I still do from time to time have moments, I call them sit with me moments, where I would sit with how I'm feeling about something. Or even if I'm just feeling very emotional this day, you know, I sit with it and I'm like, well, why? Why do I feel like this? What triggered it? What happened? You know, I'm asking myself these questions and I'm writing down my responses. And so it's like, if I don't have a response or I don't have an answer to why, then I just start writing down what comes to my mind. Even if it doesn't make sense, just write it down. Write it down, write it down until you feel better, until you feel like you got it all out. Don't even read the paper. Take the paper, burn it, burn it. Don't just get rid of it. And then it's just like you can breathe again. It's almost like when you're in a hot car, when you first get in your car in the summertime, when it be like hot, hot. And as soon as you open that door down, heat suffocates you a little bit. You can't, I can't breathe. <laughs> you know? But then once all the heat let out, you know, you can breathe normal again. That's kind of how that is. So I definitely encourage you to do that if you don't have anybody to talk to or don't feel like, feel comfortable talking to anyone. Brain dump, emotional dump. Write it out, burn it. Write it, burn it. That's all you got to do. Um, I really feel like anger can help you produce your greatest product, if channeled correctly. For real, for real. Like, going to the gym when I'm upset about something helps me. I ain't going to say, like, just, it don't always have to be negative, but it helps me in, with my emotions. Like, it helps me to, like, just, I'm not, I I don't go in the gym and just think about my issues, but it just helps me, like, sweat it out, sweat it out, sweat it out. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm going hard. You see these dogs in your yard? Just know I'm in the gym going hard. (laughs) It helps, though. It helps to just, you know, do positive things to kind of, you know, help you refocus your energy and recenter yourself. That's basically all I'm saying. Find something positive, a positive way to pour back into yourself, especially when you're experiencing something negative. You know, that's very important. Self-love pour back into yourself find what makes you happy and only you can do that I can't tell you how to do that only you can do that things that you used to think about when you was a kid that you always wanted to do do it the only person judging you is you yep I said it the only person judging you is you and that's on period poo Well, I thank y'all for listening to me. Um, I hope I kind of helped put some things into perspective 
Um, I definitely, definitely am looking forward to feedback. So don't be shy. Inbox me, email me, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, all my contact information will be on my Facebook page. Um, and you can contact me if you just want to like drop questions for a question of the week. You can do that. Um, you know, just if it's some stuff I didn't cover that you wanted to know about, you know what I'm saying? Just reach out to me. I'm real cool. I ain't stuck up. I know I'm, I slick, you know, and bougie a little bit. But not really. Like, I'm real down to earth. Like, I'm, I'll talk to anybody. Just don't start getting on my nerves. <laughs> All right, here's some of y'all favorite segment. The quote of the day. The quote is going to be a Bible verse. Yes, I said it. A Bible verse. So, this is something that my mom always told me. My auntie always told me. My grandma have always told me. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. That's James chapter 1 verse 19. That goes hand in hand with what I've been saying through this whole podcast. You have to take a step back, evaluate, and assess the situation. And think about it. Is it even worth wasting your energy and being angry about Think on that. Meditate on that. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be angry. But is it going to matter? I want y'all to think about that. Let's go ahead and close this thing out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Motivations Episode 2. I will speak with you guys next week. Just remember, love on somebody. Love on yourself. And if you ain't got peace, you don't need to be there. Y'all be blessed. Be a blessing. Have a good week.